Hey everyone and welcome to 1.21 Gigawatts, I am Peter, that is Matt and we talk about movies on this show and this week we are talking about Tomb Raider, uh, the reboot of course based on the video games, more based on the recent version of the games that started in 2013, mm-hmm. uh, so uh, we've got a mix of opinions here, I'm someone who's played that game uh, a few times actually, I've been that a few times on, on different I'm platforms. i a person that doesn't know what video games are. Yeah, she don't play video games at all. Um, nope. So and I've I've seen the first of the two old movies and I played some of some of the old ones but they were kind of clunky and I, don't, I never finished any of those. Uh, but I, I did I have beaten the first one of this new series multiple times and I've gotten very close to the end of the second one. Uh, but that, that, that's just some context for sort of where we're both coming at this from. I'm coming from as someone who's played the game. Matt's coming from someone who's not played the game. Uh, we'll start spoiler free as we always do and we'll give you a warning in the middle uh, before we jump into spoilers. But yeah, so so this is um, obviously a very different. Obviously, the, the first movie, Angelina Jolie, it was very much we're playing up the whole uh, almost cartoon, not it's cartoon, great, definitely more pulpy, uh, over the top, over the top, yeah. Uh, whereas this is a bit, just a little bit greater. Lara's a bit more of a real character. Again, that's taken from the new version of the game, and uh, of of course, if you don't know the premise of Tomb Raider. Uh, she, she. I mean, it's, again, it's, it's changed a little bit with the new, you know, interpretation with the new game and now this movie that's based on it. But uh, here, she is the daughter of a very rich man, um, played by Dominic West, uh, who you might know from The Wire. Who I feel much more comfortable when he's got his American accent. I feel very, very. He's, yeah. He feels very theatre when he's got his British accent. It's, it's very. Huh. You know, he's, he's always. I don't know. I, I expect uh, I'll him. I'll just and, tell you this. Before recording, I was like, oh, that's a guy from The Wire. I didn't even realize it till right now. Uh, so I thought it was a completely different person with his uh, British. Yeah, so, so we, we got McNulty from The Wire, and we have uh, Shane from The Shield, because Walton Goggins is, a, is the villain in this movie. Wade, Wade Crowder from Justified. Sure. Too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I've seen The Shield, so I'm referencing that. Yeah. <laughs> so... Uh, yeah, so Lara is the daughter, daughter of him. He he actually he's obsessed with going after this this uh, this potential tomb that's got a curse in it, uh, and he he leaves and he seemingly dies, and Lara is left, and we find out that she is unwilling to actually accept her inheritance because she's not willing to accept that her father's dead, and she's kind of struggling for money, but she ends up finding all of this research and finding out where he might have went, and she wants to go and find out what happened to him. So she takes a boat, she goes halfway around the world, she finds this you know hidden island that's not on any of the maps, and bad guys are there, action ensues, and there's a lot of uh, stuff from there. Uh, so that's, that's kind of the spoiler-free kind of synopsis of it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, she's 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 the Tomb Raider, as the title would suggest. So I I don't remember the uh, the the Angelina Jolie versions. I know I've seen them, and I might own them because you know yeah, cheap DVDs. Well, yeah, because the original games in the Angelina Jolie movie, um, it was basically she was just already established that she was she yeah. liked she liked to go globe trot and go find artifacts. Whereas yeah. here it's more how she becomes. Tomb but Raider. like, and I know it's in the name Tomb Raider, right? And I shouldn't say uh, that. I said that as if her name is Tomb, as if she's a superhero. Right. She is Tomb Raider. She's not. That's yeah. not what we call her. But but so when they when they you know are uncovering a tomb and not like a secret temple and stuff, I was like, oh, that's right. It's in the name of the movie, you know. So it's just the things that you get away from because if I remember the Angelina Jolie movies, and I don't really, she wasn't going through many tombs. It was you know Indiana Jones you know esque. 
I remember there being a tomb, but I remember it revolving around some sort of like pyramid thing that was going to destroy yeah. the world. And like it, very MacGuffin heavy. Whereas this yeah. one, there's not. I mean, the tomb is the MacGuffin. That's why they're going yeah. forward on the island. I just remember the second one was called Cradle of Life, and Gerard Butler was in it. I never, I never, never saw the second one. No. Oh, so you're you're best off. You and Tim might want to do that one, just because it's so bad. Hmm. It's, it could be considered a horror movie. That feels like a trap. Um, I'm not agreeing <laughs> to anything. So, so, so I mean, I, I guess okay. So we've the premise. Uh, we're still spoiler free, of course. Uh, but I, I guess I'll ask the question, Matt. Did you enjoy Tomb Raider? I, I did. It scratched that adventure movie itch that I love so much. Hmm. Uh, Despite all of its flaws, its movie is full of them. But I had a really good time, and I was invested uh, in in the ongoings of the island. Cool. I you know it's funny because I, I went into this not knowing how to feel because obviously video game adaptations notoriously suck. With right, yeah. the, the 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 arguably the best one is still Mortal Kombat. It's been twenty yeah. years, and that's probably still technically the best one. I'm going through them, and it's got to be... Are you going to consider Ready Player One a video game movie? No, because that's or not that... based on a game. Okay. It, it's like Wreck-It Ralph. There's game elements, but it's not based on a game. Okay. That's that, that's fair. Uh, it's not an adaptation, whereas... I mean, yeah. sure, Ready Player One's an adaptation, but just not an adaptation of, the, of a yeah, game. Yeah, I was saying, it's very... Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm almost through the book, and it's very game-centric. That's why I was thinking, yeah. would this be a video game movie? But you're right, like Wreck-It Ralph, yeah. it's... A game that fe- or it's a movie that features video yeah, games. Yeah, it's about games, but it's not based yeah, on. Yeah, okay, that's uh, fair. So, I'm trying to think, Resident Evil, you're not a fan of, right? No, I mean, it's better than the sequels, but <laughs> it still sucks. Yeah, it's not. Uh, movie studios haven't, haven't been kind to it, video game adaptations. As an adaptation, it definitely sucks. As a movie, it's kind of mediocre. As an adaptation, it's absolutely atrocious. Uh, I mean, some people stick up for the first Silent Hill. I think the opening 20, 30 minutes, so that's pretty decent, and then it kind of goes off the rails for me. I didn't really like it. Uh, I, I'm proud to say I've not seen any of the Uva Bowl ones yet, although I feel like I'm going to get roped into it at some point for some fun reviews. That's what? Blood Rain? Is that a video game? Yeah. Blood, but he's got okay. tons of them. Blood Rain, House yeah. of the Dead, Postal, Postal 2, Blood Rain 2, <laughs> Alone yeah. in the Dark, okay. so the other big one that they did. Uh, yeah, a okay. bunch of bad stuff. So... So I went in here, and the, and the critical consensus going in was very 50-50. I think it was like 50% on Rotten Tomatoes when yeah. I went to see it. Very, very down, split down the middle, and I wasn't sure where I was going to fall. And It's funny, because I, I like the game a lot, but I wouldn't necessarily say... Because I, I kept seeing, oh, it's pretty faithful to the to the game, and I'm like, well, that's, okay, that's cool and all, but I don't necessarily need the plot of this movie to be faithful to the game, because the plot is not really what I liked about the game. I mean, it's fine, it's serviceable, it does the yeah, job. Yeah, you like the gameplay. Yeah, it's the, it's the sneaking around with a bow and arrow, it's the shooting people in the face, it's the jumping off things as it's falling down, it's, it's all that stuff. That's what I like about the game. Um, so I was really curious about how I was going to feel uh, going into this. And coming out of it, I'm in a really weird place where I have a lot of positive things I like, I like about it that I, I want to praise, and then I have some big criticisms that I think kind of hold it back and ultimately land on kind of a it's okay territory okay. in the middle somewhere. Uh, uh, some of them, some of my complaints are spoiler-filled uh, and some of them aren't. Uh, what I will praise about it uh, is that there are some moments that capture kind of what the game felt like. Uh, 
the, felt like that in the trailer where there were these moments that looked like they're straight out of a cutscene. Yeah, the, there's some stuff with a, a sort of crash plane that's like right out of the game, but that's like a very specific scene. What impressed me more is when she actually gets the bow and arrow, and there's because there's, there's, there's a lot of stealth in the game where you'll be like sneaking around with the bow and arrow, and you'll be trying to take out people quietly. There's a one-shot scene in this. Where she's like, you know, stealthing around like the enemy camp, and she's got the bow and arrow, and I'm like, oh man, this is starting to feel, actually feel like the game. Like, it feels like that because it's all one shot. Because obviously it's a video game, mm. so that's all one shot. Because you're always behind her shoulder in the game, so yeah. it kind of felt it had that kind of vibe to it. Unfortunately, though, it's a little bit too short, and I do kind of want to cr- criticize the fact that, despite the fact that they do a lot of things from the game, like at one point there's a there's the pickaxe, which is a big thing in the yeah. game. You use that a lot. Uh, solving puzzles in tombs to like get around is a big thing in the game that happens in the movie uh, mm-hmm. but all of these things only happen once and it kind of feels like we're doing it to make sure we've done it without it really because here's how I would do it right if, if I wanted to like because obviously you can't do all the things the same amount of times you do them in the game because the game lasts right. about 10 hours and you do everything about 150 times right but what I would do if if I was making the call to so there's 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 two key things I do to improve this movie. One's a big spoiler plot thing that I'll talk about later. Mm-hmm. But the, the one thing I would I would do to improve it is I would have everything like that come back. Like so, she has a stealth bit with the bow and arrow. She has a bit with the pickaxe. She has a bit with she's solving puzzles. I would have all of the things she's learned throughout the movie come back at the end again. And so so when she has to get out at the end she has to like do everything she's learned and it would be it would be like because part of the whole thing is she's learning to survive she's learning to be stronger so i like the idea that by the end of the movie she uses everything again and i feel like seeing everything be used twice in some way not the exact same of course because it'd be repetitive yeah yeah i I hear what you're saying even though i have no connections to the game i could tell like the the uh, you know from my time playing video games and even seeing cutscenes from stuff you get that vibe, like from that stealth scene you're talking about, mm. where it just feels like it's of that, uh, which is cool. Um, and you know that would have been cool because there were some things where it was just like it felt like it was there, just so you know you can go, oh, that was like from the game. Yeah, tech versus box. not being there for a yeah. story reason. Because I, I, I think that's how I had to tie it into story because the whole thing's a hard growing stronger and uh, learning to survive. So I feel like. Yeah. Have her learn. Have her be forced into all these positions throughout the film, where she has to learn all these things, and then have the big finale. Have her utilize all those skills to win. Basically, is what yeah. I'm saying. And with with the puzzles, though, I, I mean, it's part. That's part of the genre of these, you know, Indiana Jones. Oh, absolutely, pulp. yeah. You know, so that one. I mean, I don't want to see over and over again. I like that scene that we got. Oh sure. With you know the the other big thing I can say in spoiler free that I would change about it. Uh, again, just, this is just from an adaptation perspective. This, this doesn't necessarily make it a weak movie. This is just a purely adaptation thing. But I would have had her be on her own more. It felt a bit weird to yeah. me. She was almost always with a group of people. Because yeah. in the game, you're on your own as Lara 90% of the time. Yeah. Not that I felt like I got a different movie from the trailer, because it's pretty spot on, delivers. But I did figure a lot of that would be her you know getting away from the bad guys trapped on this island while trying to figure out the mystery of the tomb and it kind of it does that for a couple minutes and then she's back in yeah you know i mean that's probably just in terms of uh the the plot like other than the bug one big spoiler thing that's my biggest problem is that 
it kind of feels like after we get a one little bit where she's on her own and it feels like it's the game all of a sudden it kind of like very quickly ends that and it's like, okay we're going into the tomb with a group of people and it's like okay right, okay right so I, but obviously I'm, I'm being kind of I'm open with my, my critiques my spoiler free critiques what I will say what I like spoiler free though because I, I do there's things that I really like I actually I like Vikander as Lara I like her a lot Me too. I, think she, I think she's great in the role She's very likable in that, in that sense where you're like, oh, I could totally see her. When the movie started, and I, I'm used to her like already having the money and whatnot, right? From yeah. from the games. So I'm kind of like, wait, why is she broke? And, and you know, so I like the her whole headstrong. No, I'm doing this to prove a point. Yeah, it's, kind it's of thing. because it becomes a character thing. She's she she could yeah. be rich. She could be filthy rich right now, and she's choosing not to be. Uh, yeah, she's putting the work in, and, and I actually I like that in the character. And I actually, I actually quite like most. Like, I actually, I, for me, all my problems start once we get to the island. All yeah. the stuff before the island, when because this is all stuff that's not in the game. Uh, the the game starts. I mean, some of it's in kind of flashback because because they actually have the uh, at one point like she watches like a little tape on the this old video camera. Uh-huh. That video camera is in the, the in the game, and okay. that's actually how we see most of the stuff on the boat. Is that she's at like, the campfires and she looks at it, and you get like cutscenes okay. of the flashbacks. So the game the starts; she's shipwrecked. She, yeah, it basically starts with her. I mean, we get a little bit in the boat that the shipwreck happens, and it's like go right. Game starts. Oh, okay. See, I figured because there's that scene that takes place in Hong Kong with the chase, and to me that no. felt very much like a video game, and I was like. Oh, I could see how this would play out in the game. No, I, I think I like that scene. I think what that was neatly doing is it was showing how uh, just how agile and athletic she was. Like this, oh, like, yeah. this, this is setting up that she can pull off all the things she's going to yeah. be doing once she gets on the island. This is setting up that she can do yeah. that, uh, and obviously that she'll stick up for herself and she won't just let the you know the muggers take her bag. She'll, she'll run after yeah, them. And, well, she's she's a very developed character. She doesn't yeah. do things just because, and I like that. You know, when she starts going through the puzzles and whatnot in the tomb. I never felt like nothing was unearned. Like yeah. the, all this stuff is, she's just she's good with puzzles. We see that early on. And, yeah, I, I know, would critique it a little bit because it's, it's. I mean, it's set up that she's good at the puzzles. I would have liked it to be something a bit more like that we could actually kind of follow along with because it's yeah. not because she's like playing with this puzzle box and it's like I, don't, I have no idea what she's doing right now. Quick, yeah. yeah, it's very quick. Whereas I feel like maybe something where the audience could almost participate in the the solving a little bit would have been nice. But you know, it's, it's, it's a minor quibble. Uh, mm-hmm. But no, all the stuff before the, the island. Though, I actually because none of that's in the games, right? And I actually really liked that. I really liked that. Uh, uh, we, you know, we we see her struggle. I liked the whole fox race thing. You know, with the, when she, yeah. she's, cause she's she's a courier. She does the whole big. She's basically that movie with Joseph Gordon-Levitt was in. Yeah, uh, Premium Rush. Yeah, which is a fun action movie, by the way. If you've not seen it, that's yeah. worth worth checking out. Yeah, she's going through and that she has the paint, and they get to follow her. And if she, you know, if she can escape them for a certain amount of time. By the time the paint runs out, yeah, the, the other bakers money. we're talking about, the other cyclists. Yeah, yeah, the other cyclists, and so she's going around the streets of London and leading them on a on a chase, and you get to see her wits about her, and again, just like the scene in Hong Kong, it sets up that she can handle herself. Yeah, I, th- I know, think all, all all that stuff I thought was pretty. I mean, it wasn't like amazing, like groundbreaking no, movie stuff. It's but fun, it, but it was all solid, and it was anchored by two things: uh, pretty good direction. I'll talk about the director in a bit. Uh, but mainly Vikander is Lara. I like her quite a bit, and I, I think she kind of anchors the movie. Uh, once it gets to the island, that's where it starts to feel like it rushes through some things. There's a giant spoiler thing I can't talk about yet that I hated, that I absolutely despised. Oh. <laughs> I always, when, when it comes to the runtime of movies, I'm always yeah. for like the shorter, you know, get me in, get me out. 
This one I could have had an extra half hour and I would have been okay. Yeah, I, I feel like another half hour of Lara on her own before yep. we got to the final chunk would have been yep. much, much appreciated. Yeah, she, she could have found stuff on the island that, that lead, like you were saying, with the puzzles. That, you know, it's that experience of her on the island well, escaping these guys. My my big thing would have been that I think she should have been to the tomb on her own without the bad guys yeah. and have them kind of chase after her, like, you know, behind the, after yeah. the fact. Like, so, so she's on her own figuring things out. Uh, but, you know, again, I, I'm kind of... I, I want to talk about that in, in the spoilers. Yeah, I don't need too much I, yeah I, I'm, I'm critiquing parts of it because, like, I, I think that's the most frustrating part about the movie, though, is that I've got a few key things. There's, like, three things, maybe, that if you just change these three things, this would be the first genuinely good video game adaptation. But as it is, it's kind of murky in this middle ground because, like, there's things I really like, but then there's just these other things that kind of hold it back and don't make it feel like the parts of the game and then it's just and to be fair the big spoiler thing that i'll get to uh is a change from the game i don't dislike it because it's a change i just dislike it because i think it's bad it was storytelling yeah uh same yeah. yeah i want to make that and clear like this after we got out of this ass my office, can i get a playstation 4 because i need to play this game now <laughs> like i need i need more like if it's this faithful because then i i pulled up the wiki for the game and i was like oh man this is an exact like it's not exact but the same plot line. It, is, it, it starts, I mean, obviously all the stuff before she gets to the island is not in the game, yeah. but the whole idea yeah. that she's trying to finish her father's work, she's on the boat, uh, where it differs, in the game she has a group of friends that come with her, and they actually get stranded as well. She's kind of separate for most of the game, but uh, that's actually one of the other complaints I had, is at the start of the movie it introduces her best friend, uh, played by, yeah. what's her face from Killjoys, who's quite a good actress. Um yeah where are we oh they've changed the, the order of this that's really annoying <laughs> uh, uh, Hannah John came in Sophie yeah, there you go yeah so yeah. then to Sophie right who I think was in the game and because part of the game is that you actually end up having to save all your friends because they're all kind of in danger and I guess they kind of replaced that in a way with something else but we'll, we'll get to that later uh but I actually thought it was weird because when they introduced her at the start, I assumed that she was going to end up tagging along and she'd be on the island with her and she'd have to save her at some point. Because they introduced her at the start of the movie, she's very likeable, they have a good sort of repertoire between them. Yeah. And then you never see her again. She's out of the movie completely. And I think it was kind of lacking a, a, just another person or two in the supporting cast that we cared about. Yeah. Uh, I, I think that would have been a benefit to the film. Uh, I can understand that, but I also get why they didn't. And, you know, because if they, they rushed through that part on the island... You're dragging extra people there, you know, you know, have anything for them to well, do. I mean, yeah, it goes hand in hand. Yeah. Don't rush yeah. through the island stuff and then have someone else we care about who, yeah. uh, you know, she'll ultimately be saving at some point. Uh, mm -hmm. But that, so I just, it was weird to me to have someone who's a pretty good actress in this really, really, you know, best best friend role, but it ends up just being like a, a one, two scene yeah. thing that's then gone. Uh, yeah. Maybe they're setting her up for more for potential sequels, although given what it's making yeah. at the weekend, I'm not necessarily... Oh, that makes me sad. Yeah. This is this is the type of popcorn thing that I love to go see at the theater. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's I think it's a, a bit of maybe it's just not do, never never going to do that well anyway. I think that combined with the fact that Black Panther's still just stomping through the the theater. It is the theater I went to had two Black Panther showings. It had one in IMAX still, and then one at the regular, and which is great. Like I'm not trying to take away from Black Panther, but. Our theater was kind of dead, and we went in the middle of a, of a Saturday. Yeah. So, you know, that said, I again, this is the type of thing that I love that I'm going to see no matter what. So, 
you know, and not everybody's like that. Because here's the thing, as much as I've got a lot of criticisms and I'm saying that I'm kind of on a... Because the thing is, is like I said, before we got to the island, I was getting really optimistic. I was like, oh man, if they nail the rest of this, I mean, really love this. And it didn't quite do it. Uh, even though there's stuff on the island I do like, but... Um, so even though I'm quite murky on it overall, I actually would like a sequel. I, I would actually like to see them try and pull off her as a badass the entire time. I always kind of see that movie. So, so what's the plot of the second game, then that they might pull? Um, well, I can't really talk because it sets it up at the end of the movie, so it's just okay. spoiler territory. Okay. Actually, never mind then. So we get the spoilers. We'll we'll talk about uh, okay. we'll talk about cool. that, which I guess we're about to get to because we've, we've kind of went through. Before we get to spoilers, let me talk about the director a little bit. Uh, oh, so the direction is pretty strong. It's from uh, Aurora Uthog, uh, who That's a name. who well yeah, I mean he's, he's I think he's Swedish, maybe Norwegian. Um, but he uh, actually watched a, a film he did uh, from Sweden uh, called The Wave a couple of years ago. Uh, it's a disaster movie about uh, it's actually it's actually based in a real place where if there's ever an avalanche on this specific mountain because of where this town is and where this sort of this creek of water comes in it would devastate this little small uh, sort of tourist town. Uh, and the movie's about that uh, actually happening. Um, it's, it's a fun movie. It's, it's, it's a bit tropey, but it's a really uh, good, directed, solid movie. And what's nice about it is it's such a unique setting and it's a really pretty country, yeah. so there's a lot of really nice visuals. Um, he also did a horror movie uh, called Cold Prey a while ago, uh, which I've not seen yet. It's on my t- to-do list at some point to finally see that. But uh, so you know, I was like, oh, I, I didn't know it was him that was directing this, uh, even though I was familiar with his other movie. Uh, so I think he's pretty good. I, I think um, all my faults with this movie are actually the script. It's nothing to do with his, yeah. his direction of it. So uh, you know, if it generally looks pretty good when it when it's doing stuff. So uh, fully, yeah, I thought his direction, it, it the way he deals attention, you know, uh, throughout. I was I was wrapped in, you know. Uh, like the scene on the plane, which I'm sure we'll talk about. That that had yeah, an edge. Seeing the plane, the stealth stuff uh, we mentioned, mm-hmm. uh, r- really good good moments. I think from the direction point of view. So let's do spoilers then. This so full spoilers uh, for Tomb Raider. Um. So the big thing I don't like. <laughs> yeah, get get there. Let's get this off the the, the plate. So so she finds out her dad's research and it's like okay. So he was looking to this 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 curse that would you know. You know, kills this 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 priestess who could kill everyone she touched, and the it was touch. this big thing. And uh, you know, whoever opens this tomb might you know endanger the entire planet. Some really bad people want this, and uh, it's like, oh, okay, okay, right. So she she's gonna have to find out what happened to him, and she doesn't burn his research like 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 he asked her to in the video. Mm-hmm. And well, after the whole crash happened, she's on the island, and she's she's kind of ran away, and we have the whole plane bit where she goes in the parachute again. That's right out of the games. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's there. She's landing, and a guy comes and uh, you know one of the bad guys finds her, and she ends up having to kill him. And in fact, one of the interesting things of this movie is she never actually fires a gun, uh, which no. was really interesting. I don't mind that actually. I think it's kind of cool no. to just go with the bow and arrow for the whole. So whole is, movie. is that what happens in the the game too? Is it bow and arrow and pickaxe? Oh no, she has guns or as well. You you you, you get an arsenal. You, you start with the bow and arrow because you're hunting. Uh, huh? You're hunting animals for food. That's how you sort of learn to use yeah. your bow and arrow. And then, uh, so, but th- this scene actually plays out kind of like uh, the first time she kills someone in the game. Yeah. It's with a gun, because the guy's like trying to like, attack her and she sort of moves the gun and like shoots his head. Mm-hmm. Here, of course, she just chokes him out, because we learn that she's been you know, doing some mixed martial arts and she, ch- she chokes yep. the guy out. Uh, 
but the way it kind of plays similar is that she's kind of in shock that she just killed someone. It, it, it yeah. plays like a big moment, like, holy shit, I just killed someone. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it makes sense she's not just offing hundreds of people throughout the movie. That, that actually yeah. works uh, quite well. So that, that was kind of cool. I don't mind that. Uh, it does make me question the, the little teaser scene at the end, though, where she gets the guns, because it feels kind of weird. Because when I saw that in the trailer, which, by the way, screw you for putting that in the trailer. Yeah, I agree. Secondly... Uh, so she gets the, she, 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 she spots the guns in the pawn shop with Nick Frost who's got a little cameo here and yeah. I'm like okay first of all you know your illegal gun stash maybe not have that visible to the public just a, just an idea right and she sees the guns and she picks up the gun and at this point she's got the braided you know ponytail and yeah. she's like, she grabs the gun and she's like oh I'll have two because obviously in the classic games she always had two pistols that the was the, the thing yeah. right because in, in the first game mild spoilers for the first game uh, you've you've just got the one pistol the whole game, and you've you've got a shotgun, you've got a uh, you know very, your various weapons. So uh, yeah, so you come across. But during the final boss, there's a, there's a moment where you pick up a second pistol and you actually fire two pistols. You, you finally it happens at yeah. the end of the game. So I, I guess they were kind of going for that, but she's not shot a gun the entire. Why is she even interested? Like it would make sense to me if she started using guns on the island and she was like, oh, I might need guns yeah. in the future, and then she went and said, oh, I'll take two of these. But no, she never touched a gun. And all of a sudden, pure, she's like, I want two guns now. video game fan service there. I it was. Say. It felt like just a cheap fan yeah. service moment. It didn't work. Yeah. Whereas a lot of the other like game moments did work because they worked Dope. in the context. Yeah. Uh, Once I saw her show up with the braid, I was like, that doesn't look right. Because you've seen her with the one look the whole movie. Yeah. You know? And then now suddenly she looks like... Especially since... It's, it's not like the second game had her in a braid, like classic Lara. Yeah. She still had the ponytail. To me, that's what this Lara looks like, is with the ponytail. So Yeah. Uh, it's worth mentioning, by the way, that... Her outfit and how she looks when she's on the island is identical to the game. They they That's nailed her look. It's, it's perfect. Uh, but hey, so after she kills the guy, you see someone in a hood off in the distance, and as soon as I saw that, I went, "Oh no, please don't do this," because I knew where it was going. I'm like, "Please don't do this." Uh-huh. Her dad's still alive on the island. He's got a big beard. He, he's all Oliver Queen or Castaway style. Like he's he's a little bit crazy. <laughs> Right, my my name's Richard Croft, and I was <laughs> <laughs> spent twenty years on this island. Seven years, uh, I believe, is the the exact year. So I know, but yeah, yeah. actually, funny enough, because they mentioned it had been seven years since he went missing, and by that point, yeah. we'd had the first flashback, and I'm like, and I and I thought the flashback we got at the start was him leaving <laughs> to go on this mission, and I thought, me too. There's no way that's her seven years ago. Don't tell me that's her seven years and ago. I was like, how old's a little girl? Because right. she's supposed to be sixteen. This makes no sense. Luckily, and though. Then, yeah. That's just one of these trips. We get another flashback of, of him leaving later on, and she's more like fifteen, and it's like, okay, right. This makes more sense. <laughs> this makes more puts sense. Her in the, yeah, puts her so, in the right age range. But yeah. the so, so in the game, her dad's just already dead, right? In fact, her dad's just dead, and that's that's fine. Here, he's alive, and I don't just dislike this because it's different from the game. I don't even care that it's different. I just think it was a terrible choice because I groaned because it's, it's such the obvious cheap thing that dad's alive in the island the whole time and because then because then she's tethered to him the rest of the movie as well like after she, I mean, she goes on and on a little bit to do the stealth thing and I love that stealth scene it lasts yeah. not long enough but like that, that stuff's great right but like now he's just there for the rest of the movie he's tagging along with her and then like, they're both getting with the bad guys into the tomb for the you know the last big act the movie yeah, he's is. been there for, for seven years preventing them from getting forward from finding this thing yeah so there are parts of it that i did like but also i'm not 
tied to that storyline from the video game, you know? So hmm. I was like, oh, of course the dad's still around. And then it makes it, when they go to the tomb, it was hitting chords of, of The Last Crusade uh, to me. So yeah. I was okay with it. I, I was just, it just, it felt like such the, just, this is just a straight up trope that I don't like. Yeah. I just don't like it. I just flat out don't like it. I mean, and it, it really bugged me. I almost, I almost wish she would have died before going into the tomb. So we still got that moment with her and she sees her dad and she could finally sign off. You know what I mean? Because uh, that's really why she's there is to, to not not just to find her dad, but to, to complete his mission. And then she could sign off on his death. And so I like what that represented. It was like, well, this is why I didn't sign because you're still alive. You know? But I think to me, though, it's more interesting if he's actually just dead and it's just about her accepting it. To me, that's much more natural and human. Oh, yeah. Whereas this is just pure Hollywood cheese that he's alive on the island. Yeah. So I just, I don't know. Uh, I just don't like that at all. Uh, obviously, Walton Goggins is a pretty good actor. He's great as the villain. Uh, yeah, his I like somebody felt kind of wasted. Oh, like, he, is, he is kind of wasted. But this goes back again to rushing through the island stuff a bit. Yeah. Uh, because in, in the games, he, I think his character, if I, if I recognize the name correctly, he is in the games, but he's actually like a scientist who goes with Lara on the mission with her friends. Oh. And then he turns evil as the the story goes oh. on. Because he, he starts saying... Like, so, yeah. Oh, I was, just, I was getting Balak vibes from Raiders. Oh, right, okay. rival archaeologists. But they do it for different reasons. So her dad was like, yeah, I'm trying to preserve these things. He has a sense of history. Versus Goggins, whose character was like... Yeah, I'm just doing this for a paycheck. You're just like, doing it for I a paycheck. He works for yeah. this evil company called, uh, was it Treyarch? Yeah, uh, Trinity. Trinity, That was like the go. group that, that... I think Treyarch's uh, a video Croft. game developer, actually, that I'm thinking yeah. about it, but yeah. Um, but yeah, so but they're part of a, of a larger company, we find out. Yeah, who, who are exploring uh, all these ancient tombs because they want to find yep. evil supernatural secrets that they can use to Which, dominate the world. The, that's another thing. There's a book series I enjoy by James Rollins called Sigma Force, mm. and this felt like a Sigma Force book. And uh, there's a, uh, a bad group that, that want to do the same thing, uh, but there's always some you know Crichton s science oh, sure. magic behind it, kind of like here. So I'm getting Sigma Force vibes from all of us, and he's with this evil company, uh, and I was like, oh, even more like that. And it's worth mentioning if, if I'm if I'm comparing it to things that are different from the game, so. At the end, obviously, we get the stuff of them getting into the tomb, and there's puzzles, and the yeah. floor's flowing all the way, and she's trying to figure out the puzzles. And I like that there was several puzzle things that she had to get through yeah. to get to the actual crypt. So, here's here's actually just one small criticism. So during yeah. the, uh, the, the 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 floor's falling room, right, and yeah. they have to try and figure out which coloured things to put into the, the yeah. door to make it open and stop the floor from falling. Uh, again, if you have a video game, that was cool. But at one point, Goggins is like yelling at her uh, to like solve it, and all I could think was, "Wait, if she didn't come with you, you'd all be dead." Yeah. Like, how are you planning on getting through this? Like, I just, I don't know. It just, it country, it made, it made well, him. Yeah, the fact his... that he's he's supposed to be an archaeologist, a rival, and he hasn't figured any of this out. It, it made him. Like, well, it just made him feel like a bit stupid because, yeah. like. If you because she's only kind of there by chance because she showed up in the island and then she's only there in the tomb because she made a deal with you so that, so that they wouldn't kill his yeah. kill her father. Uh, mm-hmm. If you didn't bring her and if you did kill her when you threatened to like multiple times, then you wouldn't even get through this door. Yeah, and that was the other thing. So did I just misunderstand that the crypt was meant to keep people in? 
So like you can get in, but you can't get out. But what was that whole trap with them trying to keep them out? Then. Well, because I think it works both ways. Yeah. Oh, I know. I'm just saying yeah. that just the point of that was because yeah. the one dude stepped also, on it also, and they kept walking. It also kind of made like Richard's whole like mission kind of feel weird because mm-hmm. it's like, well, if you just let them go in, they'd all died. Yeah. <laughs> like the bad guys would have all died. They yeah. would have never gotten through that room, and well, nothing bad yeah. would have happened. I think that's just a part of the suspension disbelief when you do these temple type things yeah. where, because Indiana Jones is a lot of the same way. If you just let the dude that you hired go in, set off all the traps and that's go in true. after. That's true. You know. Uh, so so they get to the the tomb and basically we because this is the thing they're saying okay supernatural curse and there's nothing else supernatural in the movie so I was like okay they actually yeah. only bring in supernatural elements at the end because here's the thing the game does. The game, okay. towards the end of the game, you're actually fighting supernatural entities towards the end of the game. There's, there's these big samurai kind of, like, monster dudes. Damn, I need to play this game. I right? really like video games. It, it goes full-on supernatural towards the end, right? And they're big, tough enemies. So I was kind of like expecting it, but at the same time, there was nothing else in the movie leading up to it that made me feel like, yeah. will it fit? Will it fit if they start well, Was there stuff in the game that, like, you know, ghosts on the island or just in the Not tomb? Not ghosts, but, like, there was just more of a creepy vibe when you were in the tombs that maybe okay. sold you that there was something maybe coming later on. Uh, okay. Whereas here, it just, it felt so not <laughs> that. And then... Oh, I was convinced those handmaidens were coming to life. So they get they get through this tomb uh, with the falling floor. It wouldn't, it wouldn't have bothered me if they did, though, to be fair. Like, no, oh, have, no, no, me yeah. either. I was getting mummy vibes from it, like the, the Brendan Fraser version, not the bad mm. Tom Cruise version. Uh, but... Because they, they have the strap and then they get to this room where there's a thousand like of her handmaidens that committed ritualistic suicide. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, when they disturb the corpse, that's all thousand of them are coming and they have to fight them all. And we're getting a cool zombie fight. And then that doesn't happen. And I was like, well, then what was the point of that scene? Was that just a red herring? Or... Uh, well, kind of. I mean, it still fits in the context of what happened because we find out yeah. when they actually open the crypt. They, they find out that, oh, no, wait, this wasn't a curse. This was a disease. Like, she was just highly yeah. contagious, but she she was immune herself, but she was a carrier. Yeah. And anyone who touched her just dies. And it's like, well, if this gets out, this will wipe out, like, you know, so much population. of the population. So we have to yeah. keep it in here. But, uh, uh, we, we, you know, we get... Although, I mean, to be fair, I guess they kind of do the supernatural fight thing. When, like, the two goons, like, get infected yeah. and they kind of, like, still wake up and they're kind of, like, almost angry zombies. Like, yeah. So I guess they kind of do it in a way with that, but it's not the same as the but game It's not really supernatural, it's all biological, because that's what Richard figures all, all Oh, that. sure, like, but oh, I mean, no. it, 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 it's veering into zombie territory, though. So it's, oh, yeah. where, so it's, it's like, it's, whereas the game, it's like, no, this is like mythical things coming back to life that are coming to fight you. Uh, so so then different. in the game, she was an evil queen, or was this, you know, not... Um, no, I think she was like honestly, like that part of the plot of the game, I just kind of forget most of. But okay. I, I, I think the name of the queen herself though was the same because it sounded familiar when they okay. said it. Yeah, so uh, I think that part was was the same. But uh, so that okay. becomes like so. So Richard gets infected. He's like, okay, I'll set off these grenades and you know blow up the, the tomb. You try and get out, and Larry's chasing after Walton Goggins. Um, unfortunately, because she picks up the, the the pickaxe at this point, right? Yeah. And it's super exciting. Like, oh yeah, she's got the pickaxe. She's going to like stab someone with it, and she does stab one guy in the leg when she first gets it. Yeah. But when she gets after Walton Goggins at the at the the you know the 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 bridge, the, the yeah the bridge. They've made like a makeshift bridge with a ladder. Uh, 
and she just like sort of throws it into the ground and then goes onto the bridge to like you know mess with them and they'll take the ladder away and stuff. Uh, she doesn't actually get to use it again, really. Although I mean, she no. uses, she uses it to escape. So like you know, when she jumps across the ravine yeah. and like you know she just she uses it to survive, but she doesn't get to stab him in the head. I really want her to stab him in the head or the neck, Jeez. and it didn't happen. <laughs> Oh, I, I figured she'd use it to try to escape or, you know, to assist, yeah, in the fight. And she leaves it there until the fight's over. And then she know? uses it um, to, I mean, she does use it to escape. She, she uses it to actually yeah. rock climb, which is good because, you know, that's what it's for. But, it's yeah, but still, uh, you know, again, that's a minor quibble. I have, I have much bigger quibbles, which I I've went through. I like that fight scene, though. It was very, again, Indiana Jones to me because Indy's the type of guy that gets his ass kicked but keeps getting back up. And that's Lara in this, you know. Oh, absolutely. Walt, you know, Walton Goggins takes it to her, and, and he outweighs her, and he throws her around. But that's actually something I liked about the fight scenes with her. Actually, is that they did this nice balance where it didn't feel like they were ignoring the fact that she was smaller and should be overpowered, but they always made it like, okay, she's taking a beating, but she always like finds a way to win. Like she, yeah, she, she, she out, out techniques him. Yeah, you know that's how she gets the guy into the mud, and it's not that that. She applies a rear naked choke to him. It's a rear naked choke in the mud, and that's how she ends up, you know, suffocating him. Uh, and the same with Walton Goggins is that she out techniques him, and and I like that. And I've I've read some reviews that are just like, oh, she's a punching bag. And I was like, well, that's kind of any action hero. Any action hero really takes licks from John McClane to. Indiana Jones, the fact that you can put... And, and to be Lara fair, that's actually it. really faithful to the game, because part of the... Like, throughout that game, Lara gets the shit beat out of her. Uh, if not yeah. from people, from falling out of planes, from, from yeah. you know, rolling down rock hills, from, you know, over yeah. and over, she gets... She she is a... Like, she should be like a broken wreck by the end of that story. Yeah. <laughs> and I like how we get that, because you see... She wears it on her, and that's why Vikander, I think, is so good, is every experience she has on this island... It does progress with it her. Yeah, it, it doesn't feel easy. It doesn't feel like she's just walking through things. Uh, and I actually kind of like that. And that, that feels like what this new, newer version of Lara does feel like. So that, that, that fit for me quite a bit. Um, it, it's just a shame that there's these, these other things that, you know, she's not she's always with a group. It, it seems to rush because, you know, like she gets she, she finds her dad. She has a little bit where she's on her own with the stealth. And then immediately it's like, okay, we're going to the tomb with everyone, and well, you know, because that's the thing we've not mentioned. They've got a bunch of slaves uh, because all the fishermen who have like washed up here or yeah. there have been kidnapped and they've been forced to work for the uh, the, the criminals here. And yeah. okay, it's fine. Obviously, we have the fisherman dude that she's kind of befriended who took her here, mm-hmm. uh, who's got a bit of his own character, and he's fine. But it wasn't like enough. Like that's why I feel like her best friend as well would have been more yeah. to, to give this group of people she's saving stakes. Like have a best friend be in there. Uh, mm-hmm. But I, I really felt like once she separated from, once she escaped the camp the first time, I really felt yeah. like okay, oh now it's time to have like a good half hour of her like being on her own and like evading the bad guys and finding yeah. clues as to what's going on and you know all this other stuff. And instead, it was no dad's there, and then almost immediately it's time to like for the bad guys to be in this position where they can force her to take 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 her in mm-hmm. the, the cave into the tomb and you know do this stuff. And that's where they be kind of wrap everything up. So I feel like the island stuff's too rushed. Even though there's some nice moments that you know sprinkled throughout in between, some of the stuff in the tomb I like. I like to escape. I like this puzzle solving, um, and I obviously like the playing bit. And I like the stealth bit. So there's a lot of stuff on the island I like. It's yeah. just a bit rushed, and Man, she's not on her own enough. Once she uh, uh, she activates that trap in the the handmaiden's room, that's mm. straight out of a temple movie, and oh man, I was so excited. And that's the type of stuff I wanted to see, and I got it. So. 
I was like, oh man, I can't believe like this is happening. This is great. So it hit yeah. a lot of those where uh, you I didn't the think one it was going to be so traditional. But, uh, were you, you know? thinking of the one in the the hallway where it's like all the spiked logs? Yeah. Yeah, and she's yep. she's ducking and diving, but it's just getting the guys behind her. Yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah, I like that was that. all good. And and again, the director just it's full attention. And deep down, I know Laura's probably going to be okay because she's the main character. Oh, of course. But again, she's so beat up that she might you know take a spike to the leg or something at a point because she does yeah. in in what was it the the plane wreck. Uh, sequence she ends up with shrapnel in her uh yeah. that she has to remove herself and oh it's rough and then even when her dad's sewing her up yeah I, I think it just needs a little bit more first blood if that makes any sense just a little bit yeah. more of her like rambo in that first first blood movie mm-hmm. on her own in the woods dropping de- people with arrows yeah dropping with arrows dealing with her injuries and but with a bit more maybe clue solving like you know finding things that the bad guys have not found yet and like yeah, yeah. That's that, I think that's just all it needed. And the other couple of things I said, uh, and then the, the dad being alive, like I hate it, but like honestly, that's not what that's not my. If you fixed all the other stuff I said, I'd let that go because it would be perfect yeah. in every other way. Uh, but that that'd be the things I'd fix uh, in this. Yeah. But I like her a lot, and I I think there was great moments. I like the character building early on. Uh, we should talk about the ending and the very. I don't want to say tacked on. But it does kind of feel out of nowhere the the sequel bit uh, at the yeah. end, where it reveals that the, the the friendly like you know the the, guy, the woman who works for her, who who worked for her dad who's yeah. like saying he ain't come and sign the papers. Uh, the big twist at the end is is that it turns out she's actually part of the uh, uh, Trinity. She, she's no. she's funding yeah. them, and uh, this is this is why I was saying it's, it's spoilers to bring this up because the uh, I, th- I don't even remember if she was in the first game. I don't think she was, but she's the villain okay. in the second game. Oh, okay. And, and she's going around with her army, and she's kind of like beating Lara to the punch at these various tombs, and she's like, you know, she's she's like the proper villain. So basically, what they've done is they've set her up in the first one so she can be the villain in the second one. Uh, it felt a little bit cheap though because it felt kind of like there wasn't enough like building up to it. I, I didn't feel like. I don't know. See, this might just be because I watched too many of these type of movies. I didn't trust her from the start. Oh, I didn't trust There's her. There's just either. something no. about her. I was just like. She's very eager to have you sign these papers. And I, I, at first I thought it was her stepmom or something, you know, yeah. just with the way that they were I, talking. But I guess I guess ultimately it's just the way it's revealed and, it, it, again, it just feels like a really easy, cliched scene rather than, oh, easy. R- rather than something that was really engrossing. Uh, and it... I kind of feel like okay, you're really you're ending this movie on a yeah the story's not done yet like really really sequel baiting to the point where no no the true villain we've not even got to them yet, and the problem with that is is I immediately went but is this even going to get a sequel and then I see the opening weekend numbers and I'm like well yeah. probably not which is a shame because I, I do think this could Damn. genuinely improve with a sequel I do, I really do think there's there's potential with that, um, but so that's the big thing and we see her like going to the secret because because her dad's got like a full on like. Batcave-esque entrance. Yeah. If you go into the the, the the family crypt outside the mansion, there's like a key, and then the, the, the crypt opens up, and you get like a, a secret office with all his research. Um, but like like we said though, there's that little, little post scene after the title where it says Tomb Raider. Uh, we get the the going back to the pawn shop and getting the guns from Nick Frost. Um, yeah. And again, the scenes with him are kind of kind of funny. Like I say, she's very likable. She cracks some jokes. Um, um, that scene with him at first in the pawn shop where she's trying to get money to go on this trip because she doesn't mm-hmm. want to take any of the dad's money. 
And then she tells him this, you know, well, this was my mom's and I'm looking for my dad. And he starts deducting the money because like, oh, I've heard all this before. You're going to drop that sob story. It was, it was very Nick Frost. Uh, oh, yeah. And I enjoyed that. Now, even like oh. when his wife comes out, he's like, are you, you flirting? He's like, I wasn't flirting. And he's like, I was flirting. <laughs> well, I'm just very charismatic. Yeah. I like, yeah, I love Nick Frost. I, I want him in more things. Yeah. Uh, and I assume he's a fan of the games because I know he's a, yeah. he likes playing games. So I'm assuming he's yep. a fan and that's why he ended up in this. Yeah. But... Well, because it's, it's a small enough role that you could be like, hey, you got a role for me in this? Oh, so, yeah. It, it's a day, maybe two at yeah. most. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so it was good. I really enjoyed this. I enjoyed it more than I thought it was because, again, that the Chili movies I didn't really like, and I haven't played the games in forever. I don't think I played a Tomb Raider since Tomb Raider Two for the original PlayStation. <laughs> so it's it's been a long time. Uh, I, and I was no, familiar I, enough with the character, but yeah, I'm I'm glad I liked it so much. I would recommend playing the games. I think you would enjoy. I, 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 I think if, if you get a PS4, I think your two Tomb Raiders, and there's a third one being announced soon. Uh, yeah. So you have a Tomb Raider trilogy. You can get the four Uncharted, Uncharted games. Yeah, I know. Which are the even better version of Tomb Raider, which, quite frankly. Which is that's all I really need, though. I only need those games, and I'll be set because I don't need. I know you want me to play Last of Us, but I don't need well, that. The, need... Well, the thing with Last of Us though is if you play all the Uncharted and you like them a lot, yeah. the same people made Last of Us, so you'll like right. how they, they do the stories. But you, yeah. But no, I honestly, right there, that's seven games you can play. Te- yeah. te- technically eight because they had that uh, extra sort of like sort of additional uncharted standalone thing yeah. uh, that they, after four uh, so honestly I think that's enough to justify purchasing a console map at that point I know I'm working on the wife right now <laughs> and then and then my friend that went with us was like yeah get him a Playstation he's like well you could buy it for him and my friend goes oh no you're not getting a Playstation I was like, damn I thought it was close but we'll see well we'll see where it goes after you get, after you get new glasses and then we'll see yeah you should, you should. I, I think, I think those would uh, tickle your fancy. Well, I definitely want more Laura Croft, Vikander and Novikander. I definitely, you know, my Indiana Jones leanings, as they are. These, these are the stuff that's meant. Yeah, because obviously the, the the new version of the game that came out in twenty thirteen that this movie's based on was heavily influenced by Uncharted. They were clearly yeah. trying to make an Uncharted style game with Lara Croft. Uh, Uncharted's got a much better story uh, maybe not the first one but Uncharted 2 3 and 4 Jesus yeah. the writing is so good in those games like I, I yeah. love the, uh, to the point where I don't think we need a movie because no the story's already know, good it's, yeah it's already so good well I almost feel but, like that's why those have fallen apart so many times like we keep yeah. hearing like so and so's attached and then it falls out and like Wahlberg's attached at one point and he falls out you know there's gotta be something to that versus yeah. here this is the third movie and you know the first reboot so, well, you know, and I hope we get a sequel, but after you pointed out the, you know, I, I talked to you after yeah. I saw it, I was like, yeah, man, I want a sequel right now. And you're like, don't look at the box office. Yeah, I think it's, it's, I think the estimate's around 22 million, which is like, e- even double that, I don't think would be optimistic no. for a sequel. No. Uh, you want to you wanna open with at least three digits? You know, or at least close to three digits. I don't know. I don't think like, it would need to. I, I think I think sixty to seventy opening weekends fine. Because uh, yeah. this is not a super high budget movie, but it is obviously high budget. Uh, I, I but I think twenty two is just death, unless it does insanely well like internationally everywhere else. Yeah. I, I think twenty two opening weekends pretty much dead on arrival, which is a shame. Because yeah. uh, I, I do I do think there's genuine room for it to have improvement. Because I like the character and the actor so much that I think it could be great with a second movie. But 
Hey ho, that's where we are. Uh, it's definitely better than the original Angelina Jolie one. I'll say that much. That's easy. easy. Yeah. yeah. E- easy, easy, easy peasy. Uh, so I guess with that, we'll uh, get to ratings. Uh, if you want to rate it out of 10, Matt. Yeah, it's a solid 7.5 for me. Mm. Really enjoyed it. Um, I can't quite go as high as that. Uh, I have mm-hmm. too many criticisms. I think I have to go with a straight six. But mm-hmm. let, let it be known what I like about it, I like a lot. And I think there's a lot of potential. Mm-hmm. And I do think as much... I, I almost feel like it sounds kind of funny that I'm saying, oh, just fix these like five things and it would be great. But that's the, that's kind of the point, though. Usually when I hate a movie, it's not just five things you have to fix. You have to completely rework it from the ground up. With this, I can actually just, no, just alter these few things and a, few, a little bit more of this, a little bit more of this, take away the whole dad thing, done. <laughs> right? Movie's great. Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's really frustrating in that sense. But I really like Cars Lara Croft. Uh, some of the action moments are really good. Um, uh, character's really likable. So, yeah, 6 out of yeah. 10 is where, where I'm landing. Uh, That's so... Worth seeing and uh, maybe giving you having your opinion and yourself, uh, but honestly, it probably is the best video game adaptation. As of right now, yeah. I, 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 I think I think it. I think Mortal Kombat might be more fun for Cheese Factor. Arguably, yeah, but for me, it's hard to to untie that from my childhood watching yeah. that movie. And being so excited that, that, for it. That, that's got the sort of, it's, it's not a good movie, Mortal Kombat, but it's cheesy yeah. fun. And I think a lot of us, certainly our age, have a good nostalgia for it. Yeah. Uh, I think, though, from a technical standpoint, from a rating standpoint, and from a objective mm-hmm. viewpoint, this is the better film. So this is a bit of better video game adaptation. It's actually more... I mean, admittedly, I don't think the early Mortal Kombat games had much plot to adapt, but this is definitely the most faithful video game adaptation, I think. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, I mean, it adapts that game because once I started yeah. looking up, I was surprised with how on point it was. But I don't know if you're excited. In a couple of weeks, we have Rampage, and that could be the best video game movie, judging from the trailers. Uh, we'll, we'll see. <laughs> we'll, we'll see that. Uh, Talk about games that don't have a story. Yeah. You know? Well, that's, that's almost easier, though, because it's a blank slate. Yeah. You just need to have the monsters, and then you can just go do whatever the hell you want. So. Up, we got that trailer with this one. I looked up my wife. She goes, you're seeing it by yourself. <laughs> the Rock in a giant gorilla. Come on. No. Oh, dear. Okay. okay. Well, I guess that wraps us up, then, uh, yeah. for this, this this review. We actually have quite a lot of reviews coming up, because sometimes we'll obviously go weeks without one because there's no movies out that we're both seeing. But uh, we have quite a busy schedule for the next month or so, so uh, look forward to some more movies coming out. Um, but yeah, so like, subscribe, let us know what you thought of this movie in the comments. If you want to get us on Twitter, at mailed underscore fuzz for channel updates. If you want to support the channel, head over to patreon.com slash TV. You can get a link in the description. Uh, obviously, there's like voting rights for some of the movies, such as 121 Overload, where much me and Matt pick a movie we each love, and our patrons vote for which one we'll do uh, in the following Overload. Uh, what was your pick for this month, Matt? Uh, easy A. Easy A. It means was the burbs. That's that's the two that are head yep. to head right now. Uh, it's really a win win. Yeah. So, well, yeah. There's been very few things you've picked that it's not a win win for me. Whereas some of the stuff I've picked, you just like, oh, you'll hate that. Uh, but hey, what what is one going to do? So. So that, that's that's the thing you can check out. But otherwise, that is us. So thank you once again for watching or listening. We always appreciate it. Keep watching movies, guys, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>